Um, hello, this is David Noble again on uh, uh, Radio Edge Talk, and I'm out in the opposite end of Fife uh, today uh, with three staff from the Tayport Community Garden, uh, and we're just going to find out a bit more about um, what kind of activities are going on just now and what opportunities uh, you have to get involved. Um, so if we just go around the table and introduce ourselves, that would be great. Okay, my name's Ali Butler and I'm the volunteer coordinator. Um, recently in post, started in November, so I'm fairly new to the job. Um, and I work obviously with the volunteers that, that come along to the garden. Thanks. Hi, I'm Kashka Hempel and I'm a blog coordinator and I also lead a new project that we started last year, which is Carbon Conversations, um, which is working with households to cut carbon footprints mm-hmm. of households. And I've been with plants who set up the garden, mm-hmm. people learning about nature in Tayport, so that's mm-hmm. the acronym. Um, I've been um, with them since before the garden existed so we applied for funding so I started as a volunteer mm-hmm. and I'm a staff member so I know the history quite well mm-hmm. Hello, my name's Peter Christopher I'm the community gardener mm-hmm. I've been a professional gardener since 1984 so I've got a wee bit of experience and my role is really just to put the hands-on horticulture on the ground as it were mm-hmm. to grow the fruit and vegetables but also to educate the various volunteers that we have about various techniques from preschool children to adults and the schools as well. Mm-hmm. That's pure. And maybe just go back to yourself, Kashka, then. Can you tell us the history of the, the community garden and, um, and then the future of us? Can maybe uh, tell us a little bit about what the kind of main activities are of the community garden at present? Okay, uh, ooh, I can't actually remember when we started, but it's a fair, uh, fair time back. When did you start? Did I... I started in May 2016, so this is my third so full be, season. We got money, I think 2014, for mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. But um, the, I, didn't, I wasn't involved in plant group for, um, since the beginning, but I joined in just before we got the funding mm-hmm. and applied for funding. But the first thing that we needed to do is actually find the site for the garden, and that proved much trickier than you'd you'd imagine. Um, But thanks to uh, help from uh, Fife Allotments Officer, we managed to sort of identify this site, which was basically just a big lawn, um, and it was owned by the local community group that wasn't really using it Mm -hmm. before. Um, And Mm -hmm. we managed to apply for money, Climate Challenge Fund, uh, which is the Scottish Government uh, funding for community groups trying to take action on climate change locally, uh, and that was that really set up the garden and started funding um, stuff. Uh, but then we started getting lottery funding as well recently for staff salaries. But we still continue doing environmental work as well. Yeah. And the idea was not to just you know restrict ourselves to environmental work, but obviously make it a community hub that sort of teaches people about nature, teaches people about um, growing foods, teaches people about climate change and how they can take action in their own lives, uh, and brings community together for fun. So uh, I think we're achieving that mm-hmm. quite well now. <laughs> yeah. and, and Peter, it's, it's, it's a big site. What kind of features are there? Well, when I came, there was the polytunnel that was already in place, mm-hmm. which is really good and a couple of raised beds made out of large sleepers Mm -hmm. and so the first year I was here we made many more 
of the larch sleepers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um, had indoor crops in the polytunnel mm -hmm. and outdoor crops obviously in, in the outside but we had workshops to tell people how to sow seeds mm -hmm. how to grow them on and uh, we've also run workshops related to the soil and uh, composting and uh, pruning um, because there is also a fruit walk that the people of Tayport set up under plant. Yeah, that was our first project before we had the garden. Yeah. Uh, um, one of the first stabs at doing a community growing project is a fruit tree walk, which is on Scots Craig Drive. Mm -hmm. It's basically a linear orchard, as they call mm -hmm. it. So we planted lots of Scottish varieties of trees, of apples, apples mostly, wow. some plums. Lots of nice fruit bushes around the mm -hmm. playground at the top of the the hill, and that's actually coming to fruition now. It's it's actually starting to fruit properly. So mm -hmm. we use that for uh, pruning workshops and some events mm -hmm. as well. So and for yourself, Ali, uh, there's many listeners to Edutalk are <laughs> primary and secondary teachers, uh, both locally and, and further afield. Um, what kind of things, uh, what kind of activities or opportunities? Do you offer young people as I suppose as part of the curriculum for instance? We currently have just recently started having the primary school tape up primary mm -hmm. down uh, with us on a Wednesday afternoon. Um, teachers come with some activities, but we also link in with the educational activities that we're doing within the curriculum. Um, we also open to take any student placements. Um, we had a pre medical student, I believe, Peter, who came recently. Um, and they find it really beneficial, and um, so that would be, you know, definitely our doors are open to any student placements. Yeah, yeah we available. also had a primary um, um, education students from Dundee University mm -hmm. before before you started, mm -hmm. Ali, and then there was also somebody else. Is it a community education student as well? Uh -huh. So we sort of try to have links with the universities yeah, to sort yeah. of uh, allow kids to. Oh, adults <laughs> to learn how community um, groups like this work mm -hmm. yeah. on a Monday as well we have um, a group in the morning which is I suppose one would label it adults with um, support needs um, but we've been doing the Caledonian Awards Grow and Learn I believe it's called Royal Caledonian Royal Horticulture yeah. Society and they completed level one and just completed level two, uh -huh. which they've passed with flying colours, which is great. So we're uh -huh. going to have a wee ceremony for them. Uh -huh. and then what does that involve then? Um, I wasn't actually involved. This was before my time. Yeah. But it's ba basically they put a portfolio of uh -huh. what they've been doing at the garden. So it's like photos, a wee bit of writing, yeah. sort of activities. But it is actually um, not just random things. They actually do have a very structured programme. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. the uh, Cali Society put together this program where you have to achieve certain criteria mm -hmm. uh, for horticultural skills plus anything that mm -hmm. people want to do themselves yeah. so it's, yeah. it's fairly self-directed mm -hmm. but obviously to the person's abilities because mm -hmm. there's different mm -hmm. levels so we've ha we have people that have you know mobility issues people that have um, visual impairments yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Things, so. yeah. and then they've really really good they've actually. really got yeah. and the thing is now even though they've done the award they're still coming on a Monday morning yeah. you know so they oh, obviously oh. really really enjoy it yeah yeah um, oh, which nice. is really good and the, we were talking beforehand about the carbon conversations so is that something that you're you're doing with adults and young people or is it particular groups it's uh, uh, well, we run it sort of. It's it's a wide 
fairly wide program, but the main focus is working with households. So um, you work um, through a series of five workshops covering the different areas of, of your carbon emissions as a household. So from travel to sort of energy, food. Uh, food. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it's quite. It's a small group-based um, scenario. So you work with a group of people through a set of materials that not just cover the facts, but cover all the sort of you know, aspects of changing your lifestyle, cha- mm-hmm. making change in your life and how challenging that is, especially in terms of climate change because mm-hmm. this is sort of an invisible issue and yeah. also quite an overwhelming issue. So it sort of creates a support group as you work through the materials. So that's the main um, part of the project and we just started our third group in Tayport and we are starting a group in Newport so if anybody's interested, uh-huh. please uh-huh. get in touch. Yeah. Um, but we also um, sort of extended to the school session. So when kids come in, um, we try to have one of the activities in each of the sessions to be based around carbon footprint mm-hmm. and can be anything from how seasons are changing under climate change yeah. to you know what they can themselves do, um, how carbon is stored in soils and things like that. I mean, they're quite brief activities mm-hmm. um, and we try to connect them to what we've got in the garden mm-hmm. uh, yeah. obviously yeah. and and we do sort of have more um, general information so there's a, the incredible shrinking footprint over there the display board with um, all our achievements so far so we, we how we reduce carbon footprint by growing more stuff mm-hmm. locally um, and actually producing local tape um, apple juice, which is very popular. Uh, and uh, it's got a display. At the moment, it's a theme display about diets and climate change, so how your diet affects climate change. And the main message is really about uh, reducing your meat and dairy um, yeah. consumption. And you can enter um, into a competition if you submit a meatless recipe. Um, you're going to draw tapeboard apple juice three litres of yeah. <laughs> um, and that's closing at the end of March so anybody can send that in as well so all that is sort of also on our blog so we've um, as I said I w- I'm a blog coordinator uh, and that sort of was a part of the project from the very beginning mm-hmm. um, and it's to create sort of online community um, of volunteers who actually tell the stories of mm-hmm. the garden how they experience it and, and growing locally as well yeah. so there's um, um, now the, the participants from the first Carbon Conversation group started blogging about their experiences and how they're taking action and what they're doing at home and we have people blogging about how they're gardening about wildlife all sorts of stuff yeah. and of course Peter does updates from the garden and he's got a vlog as well mm-hmm. so we yeah. don't just have uh, workshops <laughs> in the garden uh-huh. We also have uh, online sort of short videos that yeah. we show. So last one, it, last I haven't one edited was, yet. Last one was <laughs> about composting uh-huh. and how to try and make it more successful in a small garden. Uh-huh. Um, and it, before we move off from the school, we had the school here last Wednesday and I was um, with Kashka explaining about the anatomy of flowers and um, pollination and um, seed uh-huh. dispersal and and this kind of thing with active in, in examples that they could touch and look at mm. and we've even got um, a microscope which can it's a digital microscope that wirelessly connects to iPads we've got oh, iPads yeah, in the yeah. garden so yeah. my role is to sort of 
extend the learning or extend this sort of physical um, place yeah. through technology. So, as you know, there's lots of educational apps that you yeah. can use. There's lots of citizen science uh, surveys mm-hmm. uh, that you can do, and I try to sort of incorporate them into activities. Mm-hmm. Um, Ali's not mentioned yet, but we also have school. Uh, sorry, not, not school. Yeah. School holiday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, explorers sessions, which is mm-hmm. sort of primary school level, and they come in um, for the afternoon in, in, on Wednesdays, and mm-hmm. often we just explore the garden and use mm-hmm. all sorts of digital s- surveys or put digital stories together. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to sort of extend it. Use technology in a more creative way rather mm-hmm. than just uh, watching content yeah, and things. Yeah. But and yeah. you mentioned the phrase there, citizen science, and we've had a, we've had a number of shows on, on that theme before. Uh-huh. It was ant surveys and bat surveys and such like. But, oh, we had um, bats in yeah. the garden. Yes. Oh, yes. Have I mentioned my uh-huh. podcast? <laughs> the one episode that's up there uh-huh. is about bats. So yeah. if you look up uh, Plant Voices on iTunes or Spotify, you should, uh, Plant yeah. Voices, Table Community Garden, you should well, be able to find it. So, it's yeah, incredible yeah, yeah. to hear about how, you, how you're using kind of new technology to, I suppose, extend your work. And, um, yeah, I mean, that can lead to all sorts of benefits in the long run, can't it? With it definitely reaches the wider audience, and we've heard from mm-hmm. people seeing the stuff online and mm-hmm. actually then you know visiting the garden mm-hmm. as a result of it. And we also involve um, Lewis from from um, the Cali Group loves. Um, blogging with me so yeah. he tells tells me a story about the, his activities in the garden of over last year he's got cerebral palsy mm-hmm. so he's you know he can't really his speech is quite impaired and his wheelchair bound mm-hmm. restricted sort of movement but he's yeah. just such a spark he's yeah, always here definitely. he's mm-hmm. just wants to contribute and just yeah. loves the space the and it's and he's the bot <laughs> yeah. he tells everybody uh, what to do and you know, it's nice that I can sort of um, include him in, mm-hmm. in, in doing the sort of updates from the garden. Now, we've done that quite a few times now, so yeah. you know, can, anybody can be included, really. We also have the garden as a resource for younger people of uh, secondary education mm-hmm. uh, ages through the Duke of Edinburgh Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have individuals joining us on a Sunday afternoon, put their hours in, and then we write a report for mm-hmm. them. And we also have uh, the garden as a resource for out-of-school placements for pupils who would benefit from that type of environment mm-hmm. uh, who, who actually struggle yeah. in the mainstream of uh, class. And uh, that, that's been quite successful. And our most recent young person, he went on to Elmwood College to do a land-based oh, courses yeah. there. So yeah. it's obviously rubbed off on him yeah, really uh-huh. um, we're soon to be getting another I hope uh-huh. mm. we also work with uh, Alzheimer's Scotland as well we have a small group um, suffering from dementia Alzheimer's um, and they come all year round um, at the minute we're in the scout hut because it's quite cold and, and everything but after we sort of move into the garden and they do our garden activities you know to their level of capability yeah. and stuff um, and the doors open to anybody Family and friends are first suffering with an uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. Actually, our, the um, medical um, students just blogged about it. She sent us a really lovely blog and how she really enjoyed working with the group and she yeah. saw the benefits firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and she's experienced in actually working with Alzheimer's people before, mm-hmm. and it was just really oh, she said it was just love really. It. They're such um, fun. They really yeah, are, and they yeah. just love it. They really do benefit. Yeah. So it'd be nice to get them back down to the garden, do you know. Yeah, oh, it's been cold. Well, it's yeah. been cold. <laughs> we do take garden activities up to the scout hall. You know, oh, been oh, yeah. planting yeah. bulbs and sowing mm-hmm. seeds. And Christmas wreaths. Christmas wreaths. Oh yeah, yeah. they love doing mm-hmm. that. So. There's so much going on, and I mean, just just finally, uh, where can people find out more information? Whether that's you know about the calendar of activities or about how to pop down through to the blogs and the podcast. Uh, so we've got a website which also has its blog, obviously, on it, uh, and it's tapodgarden.org. Mm-hmm. So that's the place to go, yeah. and all the information is there. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, thank you so much for taking a little bit of time out from your, your Sunday afternoon. Really appreciate uh, you explaining to listeners the work of the garden. I hope uh, all your activities go from, from strength to strength. And uh, if any listeners uh, want to get in touch, then I'm sure they can do that through the website. So I appreciate it again. Thank, thank you. you. Can I add more things? Absolutely. One more thing. Good, yeah, we also sell vegetables of course. from <laughs> the garden. So we have a, a, a stall during the um, you know harvest period, which is what, July? Oh, we might have early tatties in yeah, May. We we're harvesting okay. potatoes at the early, early but we, May. Yeah, mm. usually the stall in some, well, during summer is um, um, in front of the Harbour Cafe. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, if, even if you don't come to the garden, come and yeah. buy our stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the plug. Not, over. Yeah, not a salesperson at all. A bag right. of tatties and a, an ice cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. That's it. <laughs>